I'm Merritt Rollins-Brown, Mindset and Life Coach, and you are listening to the Mindset for Mealtimes podcast, where I help you stop emotionally eating and reshape your relationship with food, yourself, and with your body. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm going to share this. Some people may think it's gross. I think it's funny. When I first sat down to record this podcast, uh, if you don't know, I record this in my tiny little closet in my bedroom. So I have a little mat on the floor, and then I'm bringing a pillow. And I sat down and then I started to record and I have this one cat. We actually have three cats and two dogs and hermit crabs and fish. Goodness. And my, one of my cats kept trying to come into the closet. Our one cat, Bambi, is trying to get into the closet. And anytime she touches the door, like creaks and I open it, I'm like, Bambi, what do you want? And then she totally ignored me like starting to walk off and then she come back and she kept doing that anyways when i got up because i was just i i i could not keep recording with her doing that i got up and realized i had sat on a dead skink that she had killed in my closet so that was fun i love when cats leave little presents like that the other morning i sit outside with my dogs drinking my coffee in the mornings and we have an outdoor cat and I see him running on the back porch and then I see something running in front of him and it was a little chipmunk he didn't get the chipmunk cats man they're ruthless okay anyways that is not what this podcast is about today I just thought I would just share that piece of my life with you (laughs) actually today is about perfectionism because that has held me back so much in my life. Recently I did a reel with a Brene Brown quote. She was doing a talk show. This is what she said, quote, I think perfectionism is something we don't understand very well. So what we think it is, is we think it's being our best selves. The opposite of perfectionism is striving for excellence or healthy striving. Perfectionism is actually a defense mechanism that says to us, hey, if you look perfect, do perfect and accomplish perfect, you can avoid or minimize shame and judgment and blame. Perfectionism is not about striving for excellence or being our best selves. It's how we self-protect. Have you ever had that feeling when you are going to start something and have that feeling of, oh God, this has to be perfect? So I think the question to ask is, what am I afraid of? There is an Aristotle quote, if you don't want to be criticized, do nothing, say nothing, be nothing, end quote. Most of us choose not to live that way. No one can contribute what you can contribute, end quote. For me, after hearing that, I was like, that makes so much sense. That's because growing up, I really struggled with my appearance because I kept seeing all of these outside influences 
and people who seem like they had their shit together and their life together and they looked put together all of the time and then I always felt like I had to be perfect when I was playing in a game and if I missed a shot or if we lost it was my fault and I would just wasn't good enough and I mean to be transparent and to be honest with y'all I have struggled with this business of being a mindset coach and a life coach because I've been too afraid to step out on my own and do things a little bit differently than what other people in this field are doing because I talked about and I think it was the first podcast the primitive brain and how it's you're in survival mode and you want to be part of the group and part of the pack and if you get kicked out or exiled then you'll most likely die I mean in this situation I'm not going to die if I do things differently in my business um, but it's still that feeling of I'm not going to be as good as they are or um, people aren't going to like me why would people follow me those types of thoughts and Y'all, I, I have been dreaming about building a community, y'all, for so long. I was so afraid to put value out in the world and put my work out in the world. And it started off with me, I mean, really, really deep diving into mindset work and doing a whole year of free life coaching and figuring out how to navigate that and then trying to do what other people were doing but that didn't feel authentic to me because I felt like I was just regurgitating what somebody else had said and so I waited and waited and waited to do or to start this podcast and to start the business of mindset for meal times because I was so worried about not being as good as other people in my field and I was worried about that I'm not going to be as successful as they are and just worrying about other other people than just doing what I wanted to do and say what I wanted to say and do things a little bit differently. I was so afraid of not it being perfect. And I mean, I'm not perfect. I'm not a perfect mother. I don't eat perfectly all the time. My workouts aren't always perfect. As a matter of fact, today I went in and I did an arm workout. And by golly, I cannot. <laughs> I, I use HasFit, which HasFit is a great, great free workout resource coach kozak and his wife claudia do an amazing job with curating all of these at home workouts i will link them in the 
show notes because I've used them for six or seven years. I was doing a muscle building arm workout today and that did not go as planned because I struggled real hard with doing using the 10 pound weights. <laughs> I have I'm telling y'all I have not lifted weights in so long. Um, but it's okay. It's a starting point. And then I know each time that I do it, I'm going to get a little bit better. And then one day I'm going to do that workout and I'm going to be able to do all of it. I may even be able to increase that weight. I, I have had to really learn how to put that side of fe that side of fear. What? Put that fear aside of I'm not good enough or I'm not going to be able to do this or I'm not going to be successful. At I mean, the worst, the worst thing you can do is not try. The best thing you can do is try. And if you fail, you fail. Learning to detach meaning behind circumstances gives you so much more freedom. So for instance, circumstance is take this podcast episode for example if I don't get any downloads on this then I don't get any downloads it doesn't mean that I'm a terrible person or to bleh, terrible podcast host I just didn't get any downloads and if I get a hundred downloads that is awesome but I'm not I'm going to say what I want to say and I'm not going to make the outcome take away my worthiness or anything that I've accomplished so far. Another coach that I really love is Samantha Siffering. She's a great business coach and she said, quote, there are so many ways to be successful. You can find one that works for you even if no one else is doing it, end quote. And I love that because that just gives my brain just so much freedom to run around and be creative and do things a little bit differently. You know, I'm having fun over on TikTok making videos, which, you know, aren't the best right now, but it's okay. I'm having fun and I'm learning. And I think that experience is going to help me in some way, somehow in the future. So don't be so scared or timid to do something or to start something because you're too worried about it being perfect or you doing it perfectly the first time and getting it right. I want you this week to really think about what it is that you want. You know, have you ever seen the notebook? It's like what Noah says to Allie, what do you want? What do you want? I can't do it as silly as he can, but what do you want? in life? What is stopping you from getting what you want? What are you afraid of? I think a lot of people fail when they don't even try to do the thing that they want to do. Oftentimes we get stuck in a hamster wheel of the same thoughts, the same feelings and action patterns, and it's really hard to break away from that cycle because you ultimately have to build new neural pathways sustainably in order to not regress into your old way of thinking or quote unquote your old self 
And the first step in breaking the overeating or overindulging cycle is to understand why you are doing it in the first place. And out of all of my clients and out of all the years that I have done mindset work and research, it all comes down to being able to manage your emotions. And that starts by becoming aware of your thoughts. And that is what I'm here to help you with. Reshaping your relationship with food yourself and your body. Figuring out a way that works best for you in order to get the results that you want. Because we don't all think the same way. And we don't all have the same body goals. And we don't all want the same results in life. So working with me, you will get an individualized plan and learn and implement different mindset techniques that will work best for you and what you want. Because when you start to manage your mind and manage your emotions, that bleeds over into all other areas of your life. And so when you get off of that hamster wheel of feeling one way, then emotionally eating, and then feeling worse about yourself because you emotionally ate, or overindulged, you have learned to recognize your patterns and you're able to pinpoint why you're feeling the way you're feeling and you're able to respond to situations and to emotions rather than react to them. Because our brains are like computers. They like to be efficient. And I'm going to say that over and over and over again because it's so true. And that's why, like, diets fail because they are not a sustainable way to live. Diets don't work because you're going from one extreme to a different extreme without getting to the root cause of the problem to begin with. You think that if you do, um, if you don't eat this or you eat less of this or you eat more of this or cut this out of your life then you're going to feel a different way that may be true uh in the short term but it's not going to be sustainable and so in order to create new and build new healthier sustainable habits you have got to figure out the why behind it what thoughts you're thinking, and how you're feeling in the moment before, during, and after that. And then you learn from that experience, and you evaluate, and you ask, did this work? How did this make me feel? What did work? What has not worked? What have I been doing in the past? What could I be doing in the future to change the situation or to respond rather than react? So maybe it's taking a pause or a step back and sitting with the urge to eat all those cookies at the party or drink all the wine that you have left in that bottle and sitting with that urge and letting that urge pass through you because it's not what you truly want. You just have to learn how to navigate and process negative emotions in a way that works for you. I don't want to say better, 
because we all have our own vices, right? If you aren't overeating, you may be overindulging in, um, I don't know, gambling or overindulging in Netflix or overindulging in procrastinating. Maybe you just shut down and you hide from the world, from people, becoming aware of your thoughts and learning why you're feeling the way you're feeling and how to not try to skip over the processing part of feelings in life because you want that quick turnaround of feeling better. You have to be cognizant of how you're feeling and why you're feeling what you're feeling. What if we stop buffering and avoiding our feelings and learn how to actually process them? What if we stop relying on others to make us happy or other things, substances to make us happy like alcohol or food? What if we stop making excuses and start standing up for what we want in life and what we want to do in life, what we want to accomplish? Stop stopping the overeating and overconsuming and the overdrinking. Alcohol was so hard, y'all. So hard. Especially feeling the way that I was feeling and being a stay-at-home mom. Oh my gosh, my life was just so dull, which is so bad to say because I, I absolutely love, love my kids so much. But I was not the mother I am today back then at all. And I was just doing my best to survive. It took me so many failed attempts to stop over drinking, to unlearn that reward cycle of I feel a negative emotion, let's get a quick hit of dopamine by drinking this wine, and then I'll feel better for five minutes. I want to offer this to everyone. You're worthy of doing amazing things in your life, and you don't have to be perfect at it. The revelation that I've had about perfectionism, and Brene Brown says it best, perfectionism is a defense mechanism. Once I learned how to manage my mind and how to manage my emotions, observe my thoughts and take messy action in order to reach a goal and detach my worthiness to that outcome of the goal. So if I didn't reach a goal, my worthiness did not waver. When I used to be like, oh, well, I did not reach this goal and I'm a complete failure and I shouldn't do this and I can't do this. Why is this so difficult for me? Why can't I do this? Like all of those thoughts. And instead, I learned how to take the messy action. And I started becoming the person I've always dreamed of being. Now, I haven't reached all my goals yet. But I'm working every day towards them. Some days are hard. Some days are tiring. Some days are filled with laughter and making silly videos like I did earlier this week. Each day though is an opportunity to move the needle towards your goal and I want to invite you to work with me one-on-one -on -one for the next 12 weeks. I want you to stop hiding behind shame and guilt and perfectionism. I want to help you to stop emotionally eating and reconnect with yourself. Find fulfillment in your life. 
try new experiences. I want to help those who are too scared or timid to go after what they want or who they want to be. I want to help you love yourself and your body and learn how to process emotions. I want to help you get in tune with your nervous system and understand your primitive brain and talk about your prefrontal cortex and how to easy anxiety and I want to work on reshaping your relationship with food and your body image and let's totally ditch the yo-yo dieting and emotional eating and learn about internal cues and processing our feelings approach nutrition neutrally redefine your relationship with yourself and stop wasting time obsessing over food and your weight so this is an invitation for you to learn how to ditch the diets, ditch hating yourself, ditch not caring for your mind and body, ditch the confusion, ditch the restrict overeat escape cycle. I will be with you every step of the way. Take it from someone who has definitely struggled (laughs) with body image, restricting food, overeating, and overindulging in alcohol. Let's talk about you and what you want. And you can book that discovery call over on my website meritrollinsbrown.com that's m-e-r-i-t-t-r-o-l-l-i-n-s-b-r-o-w-n.com so the answer to last week's podcast for me is boston cream and a strawberry frosted donut another answer that i got a lot of was apple fritters husband really likes the french crullers and we are definitely team dunkin donuts for the question this week is what book are you currently reading or what book that you just read or your most recent read book how about that And as always, DM me the answers over on Instagram at Merritt Rollins Brown. That's M-E-R-I-T-T-R-O-L-L-I-N-S-B-R-O-W. And I will talk to y'all next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Mindset for Mealtimes podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to check out my Mindset for Mealtimes program over on MeritRollinsBrown.com. That's M-E-R-I-T-T-R-O-L-L-I-N-S-B-R-O-W-N.com. And if you need any additional support, feel free to DM me over on Instagram at MeritRollinsBrown.com.